This is season six of the Team Roping Journals podcast, The Score. With over two million downloads, this is where Team Ropers talk. Hey everybody, it's Chelsea Schaefer. Welcome to The Short Score. This is our first episode of The Short Score of the season. I'm a little slow at getting you all caught up on this one, but uh, The Short Score is, if you're not familiar, it's where we check in with things that are going on in the pro rodeo world kind of a shorter little roundup, but you happen to be pretty lucky because we were at a few places that we recorded interviews with some of the big winners of the winter rodeos. I was at the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo here in Denver, Colorado, and I caught up with Clay Smith and Jake Long right after their big win. Both of them had won Denver for a third time. So this episode is going to kick off with an interview with them. Then... Casey Allen, who is our editor over at Barrel Racing Magazine and the Breakaway Roping Journal, she lives in Weatherford, so she ended up running over to the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo for a lot of the action there. And of course, she interviewed the champs there, Andrew Ward and Buddy Hawkins, who it seems like they are on a whole bunch of episodes of The Score and The Short Score because they win a lot. And they are always on this podcast on The Short Score. So they... uh, they have an interview here, too, that I think you're really going to enjoy, and it touches on the infamous Caleb Driggers and Junior Nagara ep- uh, incident at Fort Worth that everybody had lots of questions about, and people were very interested in that storyline. So this episode kind of covers those two big winter rodeos, and you've got a lot to look forward to still this year because we have a lot happening um, that we will be on the road for. In the coming weeks, I will be at the uh, Royal Crown in Buckeye, getting you interviews with all of the winners there from the team roping side of things. And Casey will be at the RFA, the Roping Futurities of America event that is a time-only slot race or slot roping, rope horse futurity. So she's going to be covering the breakaway, the calf roping for calfroping.com, which is our new venture, and uh, the team roping journal. So we will have lots of interviews, lots for you all to learn from these events. So stand by. But without further ado, here is Clay Smith and Jake Long. Okay, guys, I feel like I'm having deja vu because we've been here before a few times. Now, can you settle? Have you won it two times or before this or three times? I mean, is Boyd hyping you a little bit more than necessary? I think he's hyping me. Not that I mind... Uh, credentials getting added to me, but yeah, uh, this will make number three. That's what I thought. Okay, and this is three for you, right? Right. right. Okay, so that short round, I mean, you gave me crap that you said I assumed somebody had it won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you had a choice. Either, I mean, it was super, I don't want to say it was easy, but it was the round was softer. Yeah. Well, tell me about your choice on that steer. Well, uh, we kind of had already knew, like, seems like third is easy to win um, a lot of times. But, and it was kind of a flip of the coin on me. Like, it don't matter to him because he does the same thing every time wherever <laughs> I run him. But for me, it was like whether to try to cock my rope and try to win it or be okay with third. And I thought, I told him, I said, I'm not going to mess around and just just try to try to win something and rope normal and stop trying to play chess all the time. And so I'm glad it worked. And that felt like the same old shot that you take every run? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that was a big thing I told him before the round. Like, 
I'm not really going to change my approach mentally or, or physically or anything. It's just I need to know what kind of thunder he's coming with and, and what part of the arena we're planning on being in really is all I needed to know. So um, if I try to hype myself up, I tend to make mistakes, and I'm pretty aggressive naturally, so it kind of just fits. Does it change the position you ride based on what you think he's going to do, or are you trying to ride the same position regardless? Uh, pretty much the same. Uh, if he if we'd have been going for the catch, I would have gave the steer a little more of a head start. I, I went ahead and kind of went with the cow just so I was ready for if he you know hooked it on him really fast. So um, that's really the only difference I'd say how much of a head start I let the cow have. And you guys were here. You didn't you didn't have to go and come back, right? You've been here for the last three or four days. Um, tell me about Chief. I know we talked about him a couple days ago, but why is he your winter rodeo horse now? Oh, th- that horse is awesome, and uh, Clay Clay called me and uh, said he's fixing me busy and asked if I wanted to ride him. I was like, oh, that's a no-brainer. I mean, I love that horse. That horse is he's so solid, and uh, and he's fast-footed, scores, and he's flat. But he, I guess, what makes that horse kind of unique is he's he's easy enough if a guy needs to be you know three, but he's he's fast enough to where if I need to go catch, I can rope any kind of steer. Um, and catch up fast. I mean, that horse can run. That horse is really fast, but moves his feet fast and lets me uh, lets me make the steer. Like he he'll get steer moving. Anyway, he's he's a really cool horse to have, and I'm Did really you thankful. Him before, like when I offered, him before. Well, I, I was riding him this summer, and then I got hurt, and then I, I sent him. But Clay took him back. I told Clay, I was like, I don't know, I'm not going to need him for a little while. And then uh, anyway, it, it, it was sure nice to have him back this winter. He's going to be he's going to be pretty handy to have. Who made him? Did Clay make him? Do you know? That, that uh, Clay rode that horse when he was young. It come from Roy Jean Evans, and uh, um, I, I almost, uh, I, it's kind of funny because I almost had that horse bought when he was like five or six years ago, and then Clay wound up with him, and uh, I was like, ah, that's it's kind of crazy. But anyway, um, yeah, Clay, I mean Clay's done a lot of riding on that horse, so that's a special horse. And CJ is he third, twelve this year, thirteen? Uh, he's ten. Oh, I'm adding years to him. He yeah. was young when you started riding him. Uh, yeah, I got him from Trevor, Trevor when he was five. I uh, picked him up right before Lovington, New Mexico, so I've had him going on five years now, which seems insane. But Yeah, lucky you got him before the futurity thing turned into a thing, or you wouldn't have got him at the time. Uh, I would say that's 100% correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What other horses are you hauling? You've got Roger. Do you have a bunch of backup horses ready to go? or? Uh, I really don't. I, I just bought a young horse that I really like. Uh, come from Zach Parrington up there in Kansas. And uh, I think he's got the potential to get in the rig. Um, you know, not in the near, near future, but hopefully for too long. And, um, and then just some practice horses, really. So, yeah. Clay, tell me about your string right this year. Uh, I've got a... I've got two or three that are that are coming on pretty good. Um, I've got a the Flinny horse that I rode all summer. That's that's kind of my jackpot horse and longer score. And I, I try to keep them horses running and ready for the summer. You know, like I mean, because it, it, to me it's hard to find a horse that can run like that horse can. I he's keep one of the fastest across ones, Videos but. of them starting him. He was cool from. He's, he's been cool. He's been a cool horse. And, and then uh, we got a. I have a stud that I'm pretty excited about that's coming on that I'm hoping to be. This time next year, I'm hoping he's going to be ready to go. And then I've got I've got a yellow mare that I've been that for Trudy on, and a big gray. My herd's kind of young, uh, and so the winter rodeos is kind of like what I wanted to keep them away from a little bit, just because I feel like you start rodeoing on them in the winter too young. I feel like it it takes it out of them a little earlier. So I'm trying to keep them running and jackpotting and ready for stuff like that. And uh, anyway, I, I always need another one, but I, I'm pretty excited about them. Does the gray have the roach mane? 
Is that Gray's the got the Roche main, is it, right? Is it yeah, going he's, back or is it going I, to stay Roche? We're at the we're at the we're at the point right now. We need to either do one or the other. I'm not 100 percent sure. Probably gonna leave it and let it fall over. So. <laughs> I gotcha, Jake. Um, how was the? Did you guys just hang out in the hotel in the snow in Denver? Did you do anything else while you were in Denver to see the snowy sights or anything? Uh, you know, I know we're, we're pretty laid back. We laid in the room a lot. The, the cowboy channel makes it kind of easy for us to sit in the room and watch oh, yeah. it on our phones. So we honestly didn't even come up to the arena except for to feed the horses. So, um, yeah, we pretty much laid in the room, watch KU get throttled by TCU, which just ruined my day yesterday, but oh, I'm sorry. that's okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Good job. All right, and you're going to hear a little bit different voice. This is Casey Allen. She is our editor over at the Breakaway Roping Journal and Barrel Racing Magazine. She is also the podcast editor and the host of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast through Breakaway Roping Journal. But she's filling in for me with the team ropers with Andrew Ward and Buddy Hawkins from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. How's your guy's day going? Fair to Midland. Really good. My day's really good. <laughs> You're just grinning away over here. For sure. All right, so walk me through that run. What was the game plan? What did you know about the steer? Uh, he was a sharper type cow. The miners were four, eight, or nine on him. Uh, we felt like he was going to leave and uh, push on us maybe a little bit. So Buds got up there and held him straight, mm-hmm. maybe a step left. And uh, I tried to get a... I tried to get as good a start as I could, and then it just seemed like he was the correct amount of rope to be sharp, and then uh, Buds drilled him right off the turn, so it was felt like an amazing run. Awesome. Um, how long do you guys think that Biscuit and X are going to be the dream team of horses for you guys? Uh, they'll probably be the dream team after we've moved on to others. We'll probably we'll relive these days. Hopefully we win more on the next set, but uh, honestly – they're they're really healthy uh it's you know traditional that heel horses go a long time uh x is 16 this year and hasn't showed any signs of slowing down honestly he he uh it's easy for me to get him a little bit fat i don't practice on him as much as i used to because he doesn't need it um but i kind of have to talk myself into riding him and honestly i have to be careful how much i ride him because i don't really want to i don't really want to change anything like this is the first one of the week that we really kind of talked about heating up and it's just kind of one of those spots early in the week the difference between first and second or the difference between first and nothing is 1700 bucks and then last night it's a thousand a hole and then tonight the difference between first and second is uh is eight thousand, and we we didn't know what was going to happen with caleb and and junior and and you know one of those tough breaks just kind of once in a lifetime deals that went the wrong way for them but uh with that said we're also in a spot we're not really even looking at the four six we just know you have two of the greatest teams going right behind us with t wade and tg and then uh driggs and junior so it doesn't like for us we have to uh we have to just go ahead and, and stay on it and and back to the horses what's what's nice that's the easiest run we can make uh some of our other runs were more difficult we were just trying to catch through the program then tonight was the end of the deal and and we were able to just let our horses do what they do awesome and then andrew walk me through kind of i mean because we're talking about tonight but you guys had a lot of runs to get here as you buddy mentioned so let's talk through kind of those runs throughout the week and just riding that wave of a rodeo like fort worth yeah it's a it's kind of I mean, it's forehead, and you got to catch all of them. And so, uh, we start out. We were, I think, we were first team out of the whole rodeo, and um, I missed the barrier a little bit. 
made the run a little bit harder. Can't remember how fast we was. Placed, then come back, win third, I think, the next night. Or maybe we won third and second the first. I don't remember, but uh, we got through the set. And that, that really feels like a feat to get, even though it's just eight teams, it sometimes can be really hard just to get to the semifinals. And then uh, when we got to the semifinals, I thought we drew a really good one. Uh, made a sweet run last night, 4-8, in a little bit of a softer bracket by not – I mean, the guys were all really good. It just wasn't tough team roping and went 4-8. And then tonight we felt like it was going to be fast. I, I, I thought it was – I thought, you know, it would probably take a three-second run. Um, we were in the truck driving today to a roping, and we were just talking about I think I think we could be three if we, you know, heated a runner-up and – kept them in the right part of the arena and we were we were trying to be fast tonight just because it pays so much to win this rodeo and then it just fell our way so today's episode of the short score is brought to you by us roper if you're a keycard max member you have this benefit and you might not even realize it us boat roper is a roadside assistance company that keeps you on the road and in the saddle it will haul your truck and trailer i have used it an embarrassing amount of times because i'm kind of a hot mess when it comes to so many things but especially when it comes to my truck and trailer uh and staying on the road and even remembering to uh, not lock my keys in the truck and remembering to fill my truck up us roper will help you out with all of that if you've got a barrel racer in the family a breakaway roper a college kid who's not so reliable or just somebody's got a lot going on doesn't have to be a man woman kid it can just be anybody who does not have their crap together much like me us roper is for you even if, if you do have your crap together and maybe you blow a tire in the middle of wyoming and you need somebody to come haul your truck and trailer away if you need somebody to pull your trailer full of hay if you need somebody to bring you a tire they are your people. I could tell you a lot of U.S. Roper stories because I use them all the time. If you need a place to keep your horses when your truck and trailer breaks down, they'll find you that. If you need a vet, they will find you that. If you need a shoer, they will find you that. Our call center is staffed all by horse people who know exactly what you're going through and they can help you out. I mean to tell you, this is one of the best services that I've ever used. And I've talked to people in the industry who are like, yeah, I think I have my keycard max and I don't even, I get US Roper. What is that? I want you all to go check out usroper.com. That is one of the handiest services. They will, like I said, haul your truck and trailer. There are no other roadside assistance companies that will pull your trailer full, full of your horses wherever they need to go if your truck's broke down. They will truly help you out. And like I said, their first question is, are you and your horses safe? And they want to make sure your horses are cared for as much as your truck and trailer and they understand what it takes and what it means to get to where you're going. If it's a roping, if it's a junior rodeo, if you are going to pack into the mountains and hunt, they've got your back. usroper.com. Okay, so you mentioned the deal that happened with Caleb and Jr. Who wants to talk about what happened, what you guys saw, and what that does to the energy back there before you're getting ready to rope? I, I had to block, start blocking it out towards the... I, I've never seen anything like that happen. And um, it looked like they were going to be a low four second run. And then the clock never stopped. And uh, But it was in the force forever. Like, while they were in the arena, it was just... Uh, I don't... 
it, it looked like they would have to have been a low four, and then they called out 5-5. Five, five. Then they're like, we're not taking a 5-5. Five, five. There's no way we were 5-5. Five, five. Uh, and I'm back there about, you know, it doesn't take me very long. A couple teams before, I was like, I need to get away from this because those are my buddies, and I, I, if that was us, I'm going to be super sad for us because they made a great run. And and we don't know. I don't think any team ropers is like hoping that something bad happens to somebody else. It's always like they made a great run. Now we want to try to beat them, or if we don't, then we're happy for them. So I, I've never seen like nothing like that happen. I can't believe there wasn't a backup timer, but I really I don't I don't know what happened. I mean that nuts to me. But yeah, buddy, what did you see back there? Uh, similar. I I was I, I was in a I was in a bad spot. I got the steer's head for them, and uh, the steer fought the shoot for a long time. And then yeah, when they made the run, uh, it, it reminded me I I uh, I got the head for their steer last year. They went four two I think on the last one to win the rodeo, and it reminded me of that run. It uh, only difference I really thought between their run and ours not that we were for sure going to beat them but that steer hung a little bit in the turn and so it just makes the finish a little slower and so when i look to the clock i'm 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 very good at playing over under with team roping i've watched a jillion runs and so i was seeing it with a great great flag great clock stop i was seeing it at four one if if it took forever i was seeing four two and like andrew said it just run for a while but i I think with that that deal comes back man if you rope that good for that long weird stuff can happen i've had not the same thing but i've had weird stuff happen and you know back to that on on one side sad for them and then and then they come back and and make you know a a really good run on a steer they didn't have as much info on and on the extra um i don't know the rules on that deal or how it's supposed to be handled uh i was glad they got a fair shake at it the second time and then and then it went the other way and i think you know at the end of the day i know junior he's going to blame himself for for not healing the steer and and finishing the deal but uh we don't I don't feel I, I would have felt bad if we beat them and they were five five when they got to go last out at this rodeo. Their steer didn't look great; he didn't look terrible, and then they get to lose on the field. That's the way we all want it to be. I've I've turned out the last week of the regular season probably five different times to help guys be able to make a push for the NFR. And then when they don't make the finals, they they lost on the field. We don't want them. the The timers are doing us a favor. The flaggers love rodeo. Nobody's trying to cheat anybody. So. We know they all have a good heart, and and those guys don't make near as much money as we do. So they're they're doing it because they love rodeo. So there was there was no ill intent on as far as I'm concerned. But what it comes back to on that is uh, it, it went the wrong way. And the beautiful thing for those guys, they're not thinking this now, but that team didn't need to win this rodeo to go on and win the you know make the national finals or win the world championship like whether we're ahead of them or not they're they're going to be heating them up all year so this will just be a motivation for them to to do better and they they both back back to their character uh you know that's a really hot spot and kind of like andrew said we were in the perfect storm of the riding back and forth trying to figure out what the steer is and what he does and then we're trying to focus on our run and now it it means something to go behind them at a rodeo and now they move them behind us, and so that that plays in my head a little bit because we won four thousand bucks here last year, and it kind of felt like we left sixteen thousand on the table because it paid twenty thousand. And so this year we were kind of committed. One team behind us, like we finally got up good at the end of the rodeo. We're like, well, twelve thousand's great. So if we can go to the lead, well, then we go to the lead, and now we're guaranteed eight thousand. So it was it was a little bit of, of back and forth. But back to that, they handled it like like champs. As far as I'm concerned, everybody everybody handled it right, and, and it's just. One of those, one of those weird deals. But I'm, I'm glad we didn't win by default, and and they had the opportunity to go, to go try to rope the cow. I would have wanted to do the same thing they did. 
Yeah, mistakes can definitely happen at this kind of level, but you guys did not have any mistakes on your run tonight, so that had to be pretty exciting. Um, Andrew, just what else? Talk about the energy in this building and what it was like riding out of there. Yeah, I, I, this is probably the biggest win in the regular season that I've ever had in rodeo. And, all, I mean, the stands were packed tonight. Um, it's a big incentive to win this because it is 8,000 different from first to second. And like Bud said last year, we won fourth and made a, a – it was a good run. It was There was probably stuff we could sharpen up on, but it was a good run. We were – 4,000, you can win that a lot of times. 20,000, you're not, you don't have very many chances in rodeo with that. So, uh, really cool to do it in early in the season like this. I mean, we uh, we sometimes weekend it like in the summer, and so it really helps us to not have to rodeo as hard if we can have a good winter. And uh, we're, we're we're trying to do that. <laughs> Awesome. And then uh, this one may be optional, buddy. I'm not sure if you're allowed to talk about anything oh, nice. publicly, but uh, would you like to talk about any life changes coming up for you? Oh, guys? yeah. No, I'd love to. We actually just, yeah, this today's the official announcement. I told my I told my wife we're, you know, our my in-laws live in, in Wyoming. So aside from a FaceTime call with a whole group of people, it's going to be hard to break the news. And I said, well, I'll just win that rodeo and I'll announce it. And she's like, I don't know about all that, you know, whatever. So we won the semifinals last night. I didn't go to the interview. I was like, whatever. And then uh, I told her tonight, I'm like, we're going to win the rodeo, and I'm going to announce it. So, uh, yeah, we're expecting our second baby. We don't know, boy or girl, don't know how far along we are. We just found out this week. And uh, super excited. And, and it's rodeos like this, um, you know, back to the crowd, back to the production. It's rodeos like this that, that provide that opportunity, just like, just like these guys and just like us. We're able to, we're able to live the family lifestyle. And, and I'm really trying to, to do a, a good job when, you know, we're, we're in a season of, of uh, prosperity and I get to spend a lot of time with my wife and, and my baby. That's my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, but, but yeah, that's a, that's a super exciting thing. You know, years ago, I always had the, the dream, you know, the, it, it wasn't ever a white picket fence. It was a rusty metal fence with the wife and two kids. And so we're, we're working on that right now. Awesome. And Andrew, speaking of family being at a rodeo like this, the camaraderie with the contestants and all the families being back here, it's been a really great energy. Is this kind of a comfortable, I mean, I know it's close to home for you guys, but is it a nice feel back here? Oh, for sure. It's it's always fun. Rodeo One's a big family, and there, it is a good time to come hang out and uh, get to see everybody. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's a baby over there. That's waiting. right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys, yeah. and congratulations again. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening and hanging with us on the short score this week. We will be back with for more from our Horse Market Report series.